This week on the old Ski Rex Media Podcast, we're talking about the independent mountains across the country and why those are probably going to be the place to be this year. That's what we're doing this week on the old Ski Rex Media Podcast. How are we doing, everybody? Tim from Ski Rex Media once again. And this week, as I said in the introduction, we are talking about the independent mountains across the country. Not the big corporate jobs, but the independent, the smaller mountains, and why they might have the advantage this year. And there's a few reasons for that, and um, we'll get into those. But it's something that um, a few of us have been talking about. Um, you know, I'm not the only one that thinks this. I haven't really looked into it from a business media uh, point of view. Like I haven't read anything about the in the business pages or anybody else that would cover that because it is it is ski business media and that doesn't all, well, I mean, the corporations come up in uh, ski business media, sure. You see it all the time. Vail stock is trading at this. Uh, Altira is trading at that, you know, if they're both public, which I think they are. Um, that's why I use them. I could be wrong, though. I'm not one to say, or I'm not one to have a problem saying I'm wrong. If I'm wrong and I and I get proven wrong, then I've learned something new and education is always important. But we're going to talk about it instead this week if no one else is and, and how they could have the advantage. Now, this doesn't just come from the fact that I'm riding Indy Pass this year. I am. And I'm, I'm looking at mountains and planning trips and they just um, added uh, their 56th partner mountain, which is kind of awesome. A second mountain in New York. There was Greek Peak, now Swain. A resort out there in Swain, New York, on the western side of New York, um, about an hour and a half-ish from either Buffalo or Rochester. Um, you know, I'm planning my trips. A lot of people are planning trips, um, and I think a lot of people are planning indie Pass trips because in that same announcement that they added um, Swain Mountain in New York, um, well, or partnered with Swain Mountain in New York is, is probably more accurate, Um I think it was 630% rise over the same over the same sales period as last year. 630%. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Isn't that amazingly ridiculous? And we're not just going to talk Indie Pass. I mean, we can real quick go over that. Why did those sales go up? Well, some of those some of those reasons are probably go along with why the independent mountains are going to have an advantage this year over others. Um, why they should have a similar advantage anyway during the year. But in this case, the Indy Pass, one of the reasons I think is number one, it, it, it's it's a it's a great deal. I mean, if you buy ahead of you know if you buy one a day you know um, when you when you buy when they first start selling each year, um, that's two hundred bucks. For two days at 56 mountains across the U.S. and Canada. And I know with COVID-19, we can't get into Canada, but you can still pay for that pass in almost no visits. Um, for me, it's going to be like four to six visits, I think, with who's around here, um, with what the average day price at this size mountain is, um, day ticket price. So four to six visits, and I'm going to be able to knock that out in no time. And almost anybody could. Um, so it's a great price. It's a great deal. Um, and it's unfortunate because it's unfortunate in a way because one of the reasons that we've talked about um, that the Indy Pass might have gone up 
is because maybe people aren't making as much money as they usually would, which was a big thing. That was in the business news for the ski industry. And, um, you know, mountains were looking at ways to, 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 to cut deals and make a better pricing because people have been out of work and, 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 and losing jobs and things like that because of pandemic closures and whatnot and everything like that. So not everybody had a lot of money to spend. So 200 bucks, which is not a little bit of money. I know that that's not what I'm saying, but it's less than what other mega passes and multi-mountain passes charge. Um, does that mean that just because it's cheap, person won't get the experience? And that's absolutely not true. And that is the big part. Like again, Indie Pass's sales went up because A, it's a great, great price. And yeah, maybe people don't have that much money this year, but on a regular year, that's still a great price. Even if you do, you know, if you can afford Icon Epic, if you could buy both, an extra little bit for you know a third pass that's the indie pass is just awesome but um and they also have one of the better and easier to follow mind you like um pass protection programs for the covid19 uh ski season um you know icon has it, epic has it the specific mountains have it other mountain multi-mountain passes have it but sometimes, and one of the things you hear people bitching about Icon is that it's just a pain in the ass to figure out what what kind of uh, refund or rebate or credit towards next season will a person what can a person get if this season goes sideways and nobody can use their pass because of you know whatever reason. Um, people are bitching that it's kind of a pain in the ass to figure out even if you're reading it even if you have the terms and conditions in front of you and reading it it's still a pain in the ass to figure out so the indie passes assurance program is pretty straightforward i mean it's right there on the website it's five lines you know if you you know if you only use four days you get this if you only use three two one and or is it is it zero one two three i can't remember exactly if you have one go to the website it's very easy if you're thinking about getting one go to the website it's very easy um i gave one away um to a person here in new england um and i'm gonna be eventually doing a second indie pass giveaway too so keep an eye out for that um that'll be coming up shortly but we're gonna do a little merch giveaway first just for the fun of it you know um but anyway Aside from having that and aside from being cheap, here's the thing that's really giving them an advantage. And this might not be true. Again, this is just my opinion, the opinion of Tim from Ski Rex Media, but it kind of makes sense and why, and it's a reason why the Indie Mountains are great anyway. These, these like, at any given year, these mountains are great for these same reasons. In the year of COVID 19, they're going to be great for these reasons because even though 630% increase in sales on the Indy Pass. It's still not going to put a million people on each of these mountains. It's still going to be let because I mean, capacities are going to be shot out anyway. And these, these mountains typically don't see the same, you know, attendance as like the big guys and the big corporate mountains, you know, and, and things like this. So even with a multi-mountain pass exceeding sales by 630% over the prior year at that time, you're still not going to see a whole lot of increase, and that's the brilliance. I know it took me a minute to get to this point, and if you listen every week and you were watching the um, the live stream, which ended for the season this week, as we're getting into winter, we'll pick that back up in the spring. Um, but 
you, 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 I'm getting to the point. The point is, is that the point is that even with even with full capacity, these mountains aren't jammed, packed, shoulder to shoulder, long weights. You know, they don't have to put in six pack and eight pack chairs to shuttle everybody up the hill because they don't need them. And let's be honest, for as social as social as snow sports, skiing, snowboarding, um, and all the sub uh, sub genres, sub versions of those that you can see on the mountain, whether you be uphilling telemark, um, using uh, ski boards or, or, or split board or, or or whatever you may do, the snow bikes is a big thing. Um, they rent those like at Big Snow and Killington and whatnot. And um, um, the point was is that they don't have a lot of people there anyway, and that's a wonderful thing for them. Um, it's going to hopefully make it a little easier on them to deal with the limited capacities that, you know, not every mountain can run at full capacity. Um, people are, are, are talking about, you know, reservation systems and advanced tickets. You have to buy your ticket online in advance ahead of time, but it's still less capacity. They can only let so many people on the hill on a given day. The states say so, and each state is different, so each mountain is different. So as I've said before, if you're unsure about your target mountain, your home mountain, call them. I mean, look at the website, look at their social media, but when in doubt, call them. Just pick up the phone, old school style, and call them. It'll be fine. Um, They have less capacity, and they have less people going anyway. So now, yeah, it may suck to have less people for social reasons, but when we're trying to socially distance to, you know, to try and get through this shit so it's done so we can go back to full capacities, um, they're brilliant. And they're, they're just brilliant for it because there's, again, less attendance anyway with the same snow. And if you think I'm wrong about that, think about this. Magic Mountain is on the Indy Pass. This is in southern Vermont. Stratton Mountain is on the um, Icon Pass. I, uh, Stratton is much bigger than Magic. It is. Um, trails and acreage more than. It's it's not. It's comparable in altitude. It's comparable in vertical. Um, but, you know, obviously Stratton has more room and then more terrain, more varied terrain, I guess you could say. Um, but the snow is the same. You can see one from the other, man. Like if you could cut straight across through the woods on a path where you could walk, like you could cut straight across through the woods, but it's going to be up and down and around trees and over streams and then through people's yards if you pick the wrong path. But it's the same. The snow is the same. They get the same storms at the same time. And there's going to be less people, although Magic has a pretty good following, though. Like they have a following that people, you know, they, they they have diehards. But even with those diehards, it's still not going to be many as many people there on a day likely as there are on at Stratton at a day on a, on a day with the Icon Pass. Um, not to say Vermont mountains are are have attendance like other places in the United States anyway. Obviously, the Rocky Mountain Hills um, are like, for example, are probably going to have a larger attendance than we have on a given day. Um, people were afraid of that actually when Peak uh, got bought out by Vail. They called it a merger. It was a buyout, whatever you want to call it. it it's all the same terminology. It's all different terminologies talking about the same thing. Um, when that happened, people were scared because now Mount Snow is on the Epic Pass. It's like, holy shit, now Mount Snow is going to change. It's not going to change. It didn't change. 
yeah, the signage changed. Like, all the signs were veil signs, you know. But the mountain was the same. Believe me, when I worked there, it was in two, owned by two companies, um, you know, and it, it didn't change through either one, you know. Just corporate money can get you some technology quicker. Maybe a couple of new trails because you can push the paperwork through a little faster. You know what I mean? Um, but it didn't change. Um, but it's still going to see more than one of the independent smaller hills and one of the reasons for that is is because it is smaller people are like i'm not going to a mountain unless it's got a hundred trails or at least 50 or 60 trails it's like and you know like 30 lifts it's like five lifts and 25 trails is is fine for a day like that's all you need if you really want to do it and i think people also are getting into that this is what they're getting into like I said, the distancing, the less capacity, it's going to be brilliant. It's brilliant anytime that you're not bumping shoulders and rubbing elbows and knocking people around in these big ass long lines. You know what I mean? But it, now it's going to be even brilliant because now even more brilliant because their capacities are cut too. So you're going to be up there alone, especially on a weekday. Are you kidding me? You're going to be alone on that. Mount. I'm going to try and go on weekdays. That's what I'm going to try and do. I'm going to try and do weekdays, which... I did anyway because I like going on weekdays, um, but I don't mind doing weekends and holidays either, but I'll go on weekdays too. It's fine because I get the place to myself anyway. Now the capacity is lower and well, this year, you know, who knows? There's a lot of remote workers out there who might sneak out, you know, put the cardboard cutout up for the Zoom call and then just hit the slopes. But the Indy Passes are Indy Pass-like mount, independent mountains, mountains that use the Indy Pass, um, they you know, less people, less people, same snow, um, same experience, similar vertical drops, you know, for their areas, um, same snow, um, maybe a different vibe, obviously corporate mountains, you know, sometimes push for more, you know, well, number one, they're not always exactly the same. They usually get to keep their own identity, so to speak, but there is the corporate signage and whatnot, and they try to push them to be like more upscale resorts. Not always, not always, but I think you know what I'm trying to get at. Like an independent mountain can run away it wants. It doesn't have to, that's what I'm trying to say. The corporate mountains, they can run how they want, but they still have guidelines come down from the corporate office, wherever it may be. They still have to fall beneath. Independent mountains don't have that. They can have whatever colors they want, whatever signage they want, whatever uniforms they want or lack thereof, whatever um, whatever name tags they want, whatever you know rules, hours, price, line, price points, whatever they want. Um, and that includes the vibe, which you could say, Tim, that's a little silly. What do you mean the vibe? The independent mountains, the smaller mountains seem, at least to me, they have a, you know, they could have a more old school throwback vibe, a more personal vibe even, like because they do have their hardcores. And then that's it. It's not just a bunch of people who bought a pass, you know. It's the, the people who are there anyway, love those mountains and that is one thing i have heard and this comes from a more hater thing um two mega passes and multi-mountain passes there are people who hate them all out there they say they ruin the business and i say they don't they make the business you know it's much more cost effective for people if you can buy a pass and actually abuse it it's super cost effective yes the initial outlay is more but you save money at the at the end of the season um people there are critics out there 
who would say the Indy Pass will do the same thing. These Indy Mountains will now no longer be, you know, they, they'll start they'll start losing that 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 wonderful vibe or whatever you want to call it. They'll lose that because now they'll be technically a corporate like mountain. Everybody will buy this pass and everyone again then they'll be, have the crowds and all this. But I don't think they will because there are a lot of snobs <laughs> out there and people want amenities. They want the resort feel, you know. That's what they or they want more mountains, you know, they're, you know, for more days. Let's be honest, the Indy Pass has probably more mountains than anybody for a single pass, but it's two days. They don't have an unlimited option where, you know, Epic and Icon have unlimited options. So you can be wherever you want every single day, you know. So again, it's it's all about cost and price, and there is some snobbery and things like this. But in the end, it's beautiful to be out there, not necessarily by yourself, because I don't want you to think I'm antisocial. I'm not. I, 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 I get a little shy. I do, but I'm not antisocial. Um, so I think, I think the independents are where it's going to be because people are going to be trying to get away from other people. The only way you'll be able to get further away from people is if you're a backcountry person, which, it, it again, according to business news and business um, media, um, sales of backcountry gear have increased by a ton, which means people are trying to get out into the backcountry. You will be surprised where you see somebody this year. And it might be good if you're um, experienced, because I'll bet you every last person who's buying this, not all of them are experienced. If they're going to go learn, they're going to go learn. If you go out to Bluebird back, uh, Bluebird Backcountry out there in uh, what is that, Colorado, that new place that te- did their test opening last year and now are ready to go, and it's uh, it, it, it bridges the gap. You know the one I'm talking about. It, it bridges, I haven't really talked about it much, and I should, because I think it's an awesome idea. Um it bridges the gap between backcountry and inbounds. It's the whole, it, it, it is the backcountry, but you have some of the inbound safety. You know, there's ski patrol, there there's instructors, there's buildings. Um, I doubt there's cell phone service though, so don't worry about that. But then, there's not always cell phone service here either. At the mountains, there usually is. Depends on the mountain you go to. Go to one of the bigger places. Um, that have the higher mountain that's where the phone company wants to stick the cell tower anyway so that's where the cell tower is so you get cell service there but there's some places you won't um but anyway not really the point not really the issue um the issue again like i said was being around people and i think that's the big win for the independence this year is that you know even though like i like i said if the Indy Pass's sales have increased, that means visitation will increase, attendance will increase. But I don't think it's going to increase so much that anybody's going to notice, especially in the times of COVID-19, man. You can sneak off to these little places and just learn to love them like like their diehards do. I was talking to somebody about Black Mountain, New Hampshire. Um, and they said, man, that, that place is pretty cool. I loved it there. And I was like, I've heard that. They're diehard fans. Like, I'd never been there. I personally had never heard of it until this season when I went to buy the Indy Pass. But the more you talk to people, people love the place. It has a diehard, um, a, a, a real diehard fan following. Like, a real diehard fan following. And it's, it, it, I think it's going to be good. I can't wait to try it. Just because that's how into it they are. And again, I know I'm repeating it, but 
you know, the independent mountains are going to be where it's at if you want to stay socially distant. And, you know, I want to try and follow the rules. Like, I'm not a sheep. People are like, sheep, mask wearer, whatever. I'm like, dude, stop. I'm just trying to get through the fucking day and get some shit done and get through this bullshit COVID-19 pandemic. Get it done. Get it over with. I don't care about that. Like, let's be honest. I'm a germaphobe. I'd have been wearing my mask during flu season in years past if I didn't think I'd be made fun of for it, if I wasn't self-conscious about it. But now everybody else is, so you're goddamn right, I'm going to do it. Anyway, but that's a personal thing. You don't care about that. And I don't need to talk about that. But anyway, yes, that's why. That's what it is. That's really what it comes down to. Like when I started this episode, I was thinking, God, I could roll out this whole list about why the independent mountains are going to be so much better this year and why they're so much better in, in any year, you know. But attendance is really it. They have less visitation. Um, I mean, if, if you go there, you're still going to see a bunch of ants on the hill, but it's still going to be less than a day at one of the bigger corporate-owned places. And it, that that's really what it comes down to. I mean, better pricing, um, you know, absolutely. Um, the, the, the whole atmosphere, the vibe, the ambiance, and things like this, awesome too. It's going to be great, old-school vibing. Um, not on the Indie Pass, but independently um, run, nonprofit run, Whaleback over here, whom I've talked about many times. Um, I went over there and was just hanging out. I didn't even ski that day. I was just hanging out, and it it has a it has a whole old school vibe, whole old school flavor, man. And it's pretty friggin' cool, and I loved it. And people loved that. It's kind of what I liked about um, Camelback too, down there in PA. I, I would ski that all the time down there in the Poconos while I was living in New Jersey. That was awesome um, because you know just the even the it, it you know how smell can remind you of things. You walk into a lodge at Camelback, it throws you back. It throws you back to when, to a time where it was just simpler, you know, and I, I don't mean like the technologies and stuff that's coming out, like the bigger, faster lifts and, and you know, the, the RFID gates and all this other stuff, just a time when it was probably more pure, maybe, I don't know, I'm not 100% sure how to describe it, but I'm pretty sure Unless you are a super snob, which is fine too, dude. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on anybody. I'm just pointing out differences. Maybe a little stereotypically different, and that's not cool, but I don't intend that. But, you know, the difference is, you know, the old school, vi independent vibe place, the soul skiing places. Not that, I, not that I go hard on that either. Like, again, believe me, I love the corporate-owned mountains, and I ski them just... I worked for one. <laughs> like, I love them too. But if you want a day that's more laid back slowed down more like a country vibe you know how people say they like to go out to the country the country life the more slower pace laid back lifestyle that they like to see for a couple days and then they want to go back to the city because they need the noise and the traffic and and everything and the fast pace move 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 um you know they come up here for a couple days just to slow down and, and you know get centered and stuff um, that's what these mountains are about, man. And that's where it's going to be. But all that is secondary to the fact that there's going to be nobody there, um, or at least not in the abund abundance that they're going to be at other mountains, even with capacity restrictions. Because even with capacity restrictions, there's going to be a lot of people. Um, 
if you were to go to the um, episode, the the um, couple episodes ago when I talked to Tech Rob, number one Skirex Media hype man, he was talking about. I think he said it in the episode. Maybe he just said it to me, but I'm pretty sure he said it in the episode that even with the capacity cut down there at the indoor big snow at American Dream, there was still a lot of people in there. That's what it's going to be like. You know, it felt like there was a lot of people. Like he even said, like it, it must be something when they're at full capacity. It might be. Um, and their capacity can only, and obviously they're indoor, so their capacity is limited anyway to whatever the fire department and the city and the state uh, allow. But even with capacity restrictions, the bigger mountains, the corporate-run mountains um, that have all that that people tend to visit in bigger numbers are still going to be bigger numbers. Even with capacity restrictions for COVID nineteen guidelines, the independent hills, you won't feel it. It won't be as big a feeling, and I'm going to like that. Like I said, I want to be social too, believe me, um, but there's going to be days I just want to be out there and chilling and doing my thing, and I think that's what's going to be like, man, and uh, that's the big advantage they have is that they're not overly packed, and in the time where we're supposed to be staying six feet away from each other-ish, um, you know, I think that's going to be their big draw this year. And one of the reasons the Indy Pass sales skyrocketed. Um, and even though they did skyrocket, I'll still guarantee you, you're not going to see the attendance, even if the capacities were full. Make sense? Does any of that make sense? Does all of that make sense? Do you agree? Do you disagree? If you agree, disagree, or something else, let me know. There's plenty of ways to contact Ski Rex Media, which you can look at in the description below, no matter if you watch the video version here or listen to one of the listen to the audio version on one of the many ways to listen to it, including Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, the Buzzsprout, where it is hosted, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, and like two or three others that I can't remember offhand. That's how many places you can find the Ski Rex Media Podcast. And I think you should. And if you have, if you agree, disagree, or think I was just a babbling idiot, let me know by contacting me um, in any of the ways listed in the description. Um, but Indie Mountains is where it's at. Um, and I think you should check it out um, in your area if you have some. Or go for broke and get the uh, Indie Pass. Go go all in. Go all in and get the Indie Pass. All right. Thank you for listening or, and or watching. Thank you for watching this week again. I hope you did enjoy it. Again, if you agree, disagree, comments, questions, or anything else, please contact Ski Rex Media. Also look at everything down there, the merch shop, the Patreon site, and everything else. Take a look at that. Thank you for watching and listening, and I will see you next week with another episode of this because this, the, the live stream and that virtual operate party is over for the season because we get the real season back. And even though we don't have a lot of uh, real opera opportunities, there will be some and I don't think I can compete with other people wanting to get all crazy on their Saturday nights. You know what I'm saying? I hope you do. I am Tim from Ski Rex Media. Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you on the next one. Goodbye. Later. Later.